Hey everybody, I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it, all right? Now that being said, enjoy the show. Well, as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. To the paper jam. Yeah, let's do the paper jam. To the paper jam. Nothing's real, the money's fake. To the paper jam. I said do the paper jam. To the paper jam, oh baby, to the paper jam. Everybody and welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast, where every single week we randomly move our fake money from one stock, you guessed it, over to the next one. My name is Mike Morrissey, and I'm joined with my co-host wearing a darling pea soup green uh, button-down short sleeve shirt. It's Kenny Francis Gray. Thank you. It's a Dino Forward shirt. Dino Forward. Uh, it's dinosaurs, right? Uh, is it not? It nope, shakes. those are volcanoes. <laughs> I, think, I think you were thinking of dinosaurs when you saw them. It's a Rorschach test on a button. <laughs> What's on the back of those? Uh, it's like, it looks like says, red chili ass. peppers, uh, one volcano, and maybe it's mostly, yeah, there's no dinosaurs on How do you feel about um, floral pattern or pattern shirts like this? They've really, I, I mean, I'll just tell you, I think they've outworn their welcome just slightly. I'm curious too. I'm seeing quite a lot of it. it, it it's almost every button down shirt I buy these days has to, there is almost, they're definitely having a comeback. They've kind of never really gone anywhere, but yeah, you, you see them everywhere. Are you, I'm, I'm slightly tired of my clothing being um, f- funny. Yeah. I, I like, I, I couldn't you know agree what I mean? more. Tell, like, no, tell like, me more. Like, Why? well, there's a difference. Like, I feel like at a certain point it's like, uh oh, rubber ducky button down. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy's crazy. Duct tape is uh, silver. Silence is gold. Ugh, I hate no. Silence is gold and duct tape is silver. Those like shitty yeah. like t-shirts we would wear in like fourth and fifth grade. But tan France, a good friend of mine. Are you familiar with uh, the Fab Five? <laughs> I know Rob England, but not tan France. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I, I don't either. It's just a one-to-one. <laughs> I just, I, what I did is you see how tan is three letters in France, and I hot swapped it. Tan France, Rob England. Uh, oh, very funny. Bill Belgium. That's very, very Bill funny. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. You terrible the Patriots. Patriots game today. The scheduling of this podcast, I had to leave three minutes left in the game. Were you but, pissed off? No, I was kind of like, oh God, I don't know how I'm going to make this happen. And then the Pats started pissing the bed and I was like, okay, we'll get out of here. But Tan France said, uh, do, you watch Queer Eye, right? Yeah. You love it. Yeah. I saw I, what he did with Pete Davidson. It was fantastic. It, I think I'm actually referencing that video he did with Pete Davidson of like, it's okay. He was like talking about like graphic tees and stuff like that. And he's like, I noticed you like the like graphic tees with the pictures. And that actually is okay. Like if you have more straight classic looks and things like that, and you have, a, you can bring in a little personality with like a pop of a, of a, uh, you know, a graphic tee or something like that. That actually works really well. If your like style is consistent, your colors are consistent, it's a little more basic, and then you're having that pop of personality, it really yeah. works. And I took that to heart. I think the problem that I have realized is that like you can 
so much of uh, modern clothing has like uh, logos on it. Yes. And when you, I put on an outfit the other day and like my bag has a Fjall Raven logo and my t-shirt had a logo and my hat had a logo. And I You're was wearing like, a lot uh -oh. of logos. I just look at myself in the mirror and I see like three white squares on my body like labeling me. That's the other thing of like, yeah, I feel like Herschel and those other two ads that you just said, uh, it's just like the white square with the little logo on it is is popping right now and I feel like it's all over the place. And uh, yeah, I mean, I bought this car hard hat at Nordstrom Workman's culture has gone uh, chic. <laughs> Excuse me. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Workman's Say it again. culture has gone chic. Hey, that's, that's right. Stuff. It's still here, and you hate it as much as the next one. <laughs> But Mike, this show isn't about sound effects. I was going to say, no, it, it certainly is not a, a fashion recap show. Although I will say fashion week is coming up in New York. People are getting ready or it already happened. I don't really know. I don't really care. But we could maybe one day make it a podcast where we talk all things fashion. But that's not what we're doing here today, Ken. If someone just tuned in, what the fuck even is this show? Well, over a year ago, we started with $10,000 of fake money in a paper trading platform. And every single week, we randomly move it from one stock over to the next. Last week, our money was in Dave Investors? Last week, our money was... Technically? Yes. We recorded these, maybe not. In stop, the stop, <laughs> stop. Our money was in Dave and Buster's, and this yes. week, our money is in... Oh, hold up. Is this what you were trying to do? Still learning how the sound effect works. Oh, work. my God. This is a mess. Last week, our money was in Dave and Buster's, and this week, our money is in... Warby, Warby Parker. Parker. And Ken, we're not sitting by ourselves here. No, we are joined by a wonderful actor and comedian... Paul Heredia. Woo! Hello. Hi, hi, hi. And no sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> wow, are my parents here? <laughs> <laughs> Paul, welcome to the show. How hot are you on a scale of 1 to 10? Because I am dying. Oh, like in, uh, as in temperature or like are we talking? <laughs> I mean, you're, 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 for the listeners at home, you're a 10 out of 10. Yeah, but yeah. temperature-wise, I'm sweating like a pig. Oh, I'm good. I... I love wearing, I'm wearing long sleeves and uh, jeans. We were talking about this before too, of the thing in California is it's fall and you want to like, I personally identify as somebody who like, I think I look best in long sleeves, jeans. Sometimes I feel like with the short, when I'm wearing shorts and short sleeves, there's just going back to Tan France. There's nothing you can, there's nothing you can do to stand out, yeah, to pop. That's true. There's a few things. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a jeans person, long sleeves. Yeah. Uh, it sucks because I really have really great calves. Um, <laughs> I, I was going to say, let's see those things. No, but they're locked true. in the jeans. Yeah, I know. It's I crazy. see some definition. There's definition, yeah. <laughs> you should try zip off pants now that would be fun i have <laughs> oh trust me i have yeah that'd be great because they're all usually for hikers but if there's like skinny <laughs> zip off jeans so like hold on hold on oh yeah. i love it but yeah i love fashion i do uh, i agree with you with all this uh what's called tan france and like floral shirts trash are you you're you're pro flannel or no or oh. floral or no floral no floral yeah flannel yes squares Perfect. Yeah, Which squares, easy, simple. Where do you stand on the polo shirt? The polo shirt, I think, is a a strange... How do you feel about it? I'm not a fan. I don't wear polo shirts. Really? Yeah, no, never have. It's something when I used to live back east, it was something that I was so anti. And I've, I've just kind of succumbed to like, when it's here and it's so goddamn hot, and it's yeah. like, mm -hmm. I guess I'll just wear like the polo with no shirt underneath. Oh. There is just like a New England thing in my brain that when someone comes in with like a polo and a button down, unbuttoned to like... Probably the third button down, their bare chest is exposed. Oh, okay. I was like, who do you think you are? Right. What do you it's a very, like, sometimes very preppy thing, too. And yeah, like, yeah. And I got, like, into, like, the culture in, like, what, like, 2005 or something, mm -hmm. where people were wearing the double 
layered Kanye polos. was wearing them, right? Yeah, at a certain Kanye. Point. The pink polo. Yeah, he yeah. won't shut up about it. He always talks about he that he talks about like how he brought the pink polo into culture, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was a thing. He's yeah. talking about that recently, or he's he always talks about it. He brings it up so much. He does bring it when up. When I talk quite to a him, bit. when I have when <laughs> my and coffee, he, when me and Yay are having yeah. tea and just getting into it, mm-hmm. it's always pink polo this, pink yeah. polo that. It's actually something we're learning at uh, Donda Academy. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Donda, student. <laughs> Donda, you. Yeah. <laughs> So, Paul, you are on the Paper Jam podcast, a podcast about two uh, 30-plus-year-old men who don't know too much about the stock market. And our sort of baseline intro question for any guests is, what were you taught or what do you know about investing? Any sort of philosophy handed down to you from parentals or older figures or the internet or any any sort of that, any sort of words of wisdom that were imparted upon you? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, dollar cost average. If you really want to get into like long wow. long haul, you got a dollar cost average your investments. The most in- advanced. <laughs> I want to be honest with you, Paul. Most people say <laughs> nothing. I say yeah. I, I got nothing. I'll tell you this. Uh, I didn't learn that until like uh, probably like. Uh, well, I'm married, and my husband's like a big investor. So. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, you should, you should, okay. honestly, should have him because I am. <laughs> I will. Just, you guys can come back and tag team. I will give you pet buzzwords. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, you gotta average. Uh, you gotta. Uh, I don't have anything else. That's the, that's the one. Give <laughs> us that secondhand knowledge. Yeah, that that's, that's what we're looking for. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So wait, yeah. What, what were you saying? That whatever you just said was. I've been doing this podcast yeah, yeah. for eighty episodes. I don't, I don't even know. Cost cost average average averaging. Basically, it's like every time you're investing, you only you're always going to only invest a certain amount of how much you can spend that time. So you're just kind of buying slowly in instead of like, oh, I'm going to just put ten thousand dollars on something. Is you're that a bad idea? Like putting ten thousand dollars in Build a Bear Workshop? Because <laughs> <laughs> we did that. Yeah. So you're cost uh, dollar averaging throughout a certain amount of time. As you're seeing like the candles and stuff, you're looking at a graph. You're seeing where like things go up and down, and so you're kind of be like, okay, I can buy this much at this point, and mm-hmm. like you're kind of like you're, you're slowly planning as the like the stock or the, whatever you're investing in moves. I believe, if I'm correct, mm-hmm. that there is a figure that is referenced quite often on this mm-hmm. show, which is my finance teacher from grad school. Yes, <laughs> and I believe that was his strategy. I'm still trying to kind of grasp it, yeah. but just what I'm what I'm hearing is yeah. Instead of investing, I mean, which is one, I think that's one of the only consistent pieces of information we keep getting. Yeah. It's like it is not about putting ten grand in Bitcoin. It is not yeah. about the one time no. big no. investment. It's micro, just yeah. a little bit what you can when yeah. you can. Exactly. Yeah. Where are, again, this is not an advice show, and there's a there's a precursor meeting, but like where are you, where are you putting that? Like, do you have any insight on like? Are you putting? Are you like researching stocks? Are you doing like safer, smaller oil. things? Oil, <laughs> oil, <laughs> baby, canola, <laughs> canola, olive. I can't get enough of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's um, again, my husband does all this, and I, I got like the maximum. Oil. We're not <laughs> having him on, Paul. <laughs> he's he's sitting Actually, next to I'm you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, come on Bring in. Him in. Come on in. My parents are here too. <laughs> Yeah, but, just like I think safe companies, a lot of like, uh, uh, well, well, medical marijuana is still like in the in the, the thing, but the people do are investing in like uh, Canadian companies because Canada's legal. Yeah. But it's like slowly Tilray. they're like, huh? Tilray? Is Tilray? that one of them? I think that might be it. Yeah. So stuff like that, looking into those companies that just like, oh, this might like within the next couple of years, you could slowly start investing in there. But once they move over here, you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, get that money. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't do anything that's, you know, like I don't do oil. I don't do anything. That's really <laughs> like, I, cause they do, but they do offer like dividends. It's like the thing that white people get in it cause they do offer mm. money, but it's like, Hey, do you have a soul? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Like, you know, you know that this is yeah, killing yeah, the yeah, world. Exactly. Right? So, 
Um, so it would appear that your husband's strategy is, is it, correct me if I'm wrong, is mm-hmm. it safe and over the long run? Yeah, that's what it's for. That's all it is. It's just like over the long run of like, instead of just like, oh, we're going to throw a bunch of money. I think sometimes he just does moves, but it's more gambling. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. it is. If you're just throwing money at it instead of just having a plan, you know, he always talks about having a plan. We have to have a plan. Like you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to put this money in for this long and I'm going to take it out at this point. And it's like, it's never, oh, like what I could make more. Or it's like, no, you agreed to yourself. You told yourself that you yeah, take yeah, it yeah. out. You take it out. Mike, yeah. how is that different than when your family calls you up and tells you a stock is going to the moon and you need to invest <laughs> all of your money? My in it. siblings and I have this thing. <laughs> I'm very, I'm a very safe, 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 yeah, safe yeah. investor. Like I'm almost exclusively index funds, except for this one little company <laughs> that my brother has called me at one point and continuously claimed it's going to the moon. It was at twenty two dollars. I put an unfair to myself amount oh, wow. of money in it. It went down a lot. And then I was like, yeah. I'm getting nervous. They're like, no, now's the time to buy. <laughs> oh. It's at 10. Now it's at about six, seven. We're like, oh God. They're like, I just bought a lot more. It's at about three dollars and fifty cents now. Yeah. It just gets con- continuously going down. Mm-hmm. But it's like one of those things where it's, I don't know, but kind of going. company? Come on, name names. <laughs> do <laughs> I, I need to know. Do, I, do you feel do like we can bleep it out if you want? Uh, it's 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 a company. Yeah, we can maybe bleep it out or cut the whole thing. It's called Open Door. Have you heard of it? Okay. Uh, uh, it's it's uh, it's it booking reservations. It's, yeah, that's what it is. I right? buying. It's, oh, it's I buying of homes. So they're buying. If you're trying oh. to sell your house instead of putting it on the market, this company will open table. Open table. O- open table. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I was thinking, uh, in my head, I was like, that sounds like a cruising app. No. That sounds like a cruising app. Like, it's open door. Just open come door, in and fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want someone to fuck your wife? <laughs> We're not bleeping it now because that was gold. Cool. <laughs> me, fam- me and my family just investing all of our money. Please. <laughs> oh, you know what? My, uh, my guy's here. I'm not <laughs> my guy, I got to have a guy to come and rub my wife down. Yeah. I got to get out of here. But yeah, like, I see that it was going down. And that's why you call it dollar cost average instead of throwing the money at the top. You're like, oh, right. If it's going down, you didn't put all your money in it. And you just slowly lost maybe money. But then you're like, oh, if it's, if it's going to go up, if you trust your brother. Yeah. Oh, and my, no, let me get this. I, I don't trust them. And like they continue. They're in way fucking deeper than yeah. I am. But the idea of it, and this is not an investment advice podcast. Listen to the attorney in the beginning. The, the, this is just like the one kind of fun thing I'm doing of like, it's almost like a fantasy league, if you will. It's like, yeah. the idea with it is, it's like, they have, they're only in a couple major metropolitan areas. It's like, instead of buying your house, like we'll give you a good deal, sell it to us directly, and then we'll sell it afterward. Oh, it's like those buy, or we buy your uh, house for cash. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah. we buy shitty houses. Yeah, yeah. Like weird billboards with the cavemen on them. Yeah. But like they own, they own a tremendous amount of real estate right now and you can buy it through them or something like that. And Zillow was kind of trying to get in that game yeah. and then they had to back out. So this is the thing where there's so many people online who are like, this is not a bad thing that it's going down. Buy more yeah. because like this, their, their numbers are good and their revenue is good. And the assets they have are just it constantly increasing in value. But for some reason, the stock is just continuously plunging. Wow. And anytime I'm nervous, I'm like, I've got to get out. One of my siblings would be like, I just put a bunch more money in. <laughs> and it's like, it's my one thing that when I look at my portfolio of stuff, I'm like, this thing is fucking murdering me. I'm, right. I'm well, the, and the strategy that uh, your husband follows is clearly sound because yeah. we also invested, as you can see, this graph here is what's happened to our money. Uh, <laughs> it's and, not, it's not hot. And we simultaneously invested money in the S&P 500 and it went from 10,000 to 13,000 over the same time. Wow. So that's not a bunch. Was that 3% return? 
but still, like, it's better than <laughs> it's better than that. No, yeah. that's like a thirty percent return. Ten one uh, percent. I don't think it's actually at thirteen anymore. I think it's a little lower. But if you invest ten grand in and you made three grand, that's thirty percent. Right. Let's do the math. Do the math. Check in. Do you have a little sound effect? Oh. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was like and we're it's back. It's a thirty percent return. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I am right, aren't I? Um, no, but I mean, so, but that's that's the that's the tried and true like little beat of 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 knowledge that we kind of not knowledge that the thing that we keep kind of learning. It's like. There are people who put 10 grand into Gap and then Kanye signs on for a, a collaboration yeah. and it quadruples and then you take it out and you make a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like if you really are, if you really do have money that is just going to be sitting in your bank account and decreasing as inflation yeah. happens, it's like you can invest it in the market as a whole and that'll be safe. That'll well, be a kind of Talk about inflation, yeah. No, um, but yeah, <laughs> that's, I mean, like there's like pump and dump. Like I think notoriously, yeah. like Elon Musk is just known like to do that. Like he just, he has such a big platform. And he's like, hey, yeah. look, I think this thing is going to do well. You know, I don't know. Yeah. And then it's like, everyone up, invests. Like, like, everyone's like, like this doesn't have out. value. Why, why is Tesla so expensive? <laughs> it's not that valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's why I think uh, Bill Gates is shorting Tesla. Is he? Yeah, he's shorting Tesla, and not like, surprising. Big te- wait, how? They have a big beef, so that's why, like, if you see Elon Elon Musk's big beef with uh, Bill Gates, he'll like post pictures of Bill Gates shirtless, and he's like, <laughs> "Is this the ideal man?" It's like <laughs> he's like seventy, dude. Why yeah, are you bullying yeah, yeah. a seventy-year-old man? Also, does Elon Musk look good with no. his shirt off? <laughs> oh yeah. I think it's people get confused with like first mover advantage that like Tesla because they were the first one somehow is going to be like yeah. the all be all end all. But then like as you start to see like other electric cars enter the market you're like well wait a second if if ford can develop the same what is happening is that my phone it's time to take my medication ah this is birth control god this sucks how does this work mark oh mark cut this yeah let me mark okay no leave it in no the people need to know about my drops is it lasik it's LASIK related. Wow, what we'll a get, good we'll transition. Well, uh, we're not talking about that. <laughs> okay. Kenny doesn't want to give me the time of day. To, but my, my last question, Paul, is, is do you um, do you and Max, like, is there is there any, um, again, not an investment advice podcast, like, do you, I, I just kind of don't really know how to go about, like, finding new opportunities. Like, yeah. do you know anything about that? Do you practice that of, like, looking for new companies to invest in? Um. Okay. Yes and no, because it, it is like it's always just that if you're not doing the research yourself and not looking at these companies, there are like um, like uh, newsletters that, but they cost so much money. There, it's you have to like what subscribe to. Yeah, like you a, subscribe. They're like thousands of dollars. So I guess if you can oh, split wow. that up, I forgot what it's called. I think it's by some MIT professor. You're uh, paying for research though. Yeah, yeah, you're paying for research, and they'll tell you like you know they'll tell you stocks, they'll tell you cryptocurrencies, they'll tell you. Like what they're doing and their moves and stuff, and it's you know, yeah, and they do the research for you, and but it's like, I think it's like three thousand dollars a month Ugh. or something, like something crazy, where it's like, all right, well, it, you know, I just like don't, I I like we started this show of just like kind of just with the lens too of like I just get so tremendously overwhelmed yeah. by like, it's like they say any information if any information is free like it's not really worth getting. I, I don't know. And then like all these people who are, it's like, it's, 
I am doing this research. You can just pay to get access to the work that I'm doing. But yeah. it's like, who is this? I just yeah. feel like we're constantly getting bent over and like mm -hmm. screwed by like all these people because oh, like sure. it's just such a it's such a business. And it's Kenny a, yeah. brought it up that it's like they make this shit so goddamn confusing yeah. so that you'll give your money to someone yeah, you else. Don't to school, you. you don't learn in school. You don't learn in school, and it's an insiders club. So yes. it's like, oh right, you don't make. I think uh, I think the only person, but you know, it's Warren Buffett. I think he might like put like tell you what he's investing in, but he's not always right. <laughs> And He's an old no. quack at this yeah. point. One of our biggest losses was uh, Kraft Heinz, which is a Warren Buffett venture. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, we were only invested in it for six days, but yeah. boy. The, the thing that's even more scary about the stock market is that they're, I mean, they've tried to pass legislation, yeah. but what do you do, what do, you do when the banks own the government, <laughs> baby? Uh, is that like, if you get this investment, theoretically, you get a piece of investing advice from a trusted newsletter, but what if that newsletter has some sort of stake in yeah. whatever they told you to invest exactly. in? Exactly. Like, they are pushing something. Either it's a, I think it's almost human to be like, well, I don't know. I How could you not like, well, we kind yeah. of had a piece in this. Like, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you know that it'll drive. Anyways, this is kind of related to Warby Parker. Warby Parker is uh, a- Can I talk to you really quick? Oh, absolutely. Uh, just really quick. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Fantastic transition. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yes. No. All right, let's move on. <laughs> so, uh, Paul, what do you think of the sound effects? <laughs> I like them. I'm just like wondering how you know where all of them are. Oh, trust <laughs> me, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We're trying our best. Okay. We, uh... <laughs> oh, shit. That's not how I... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Warby Parker is a company that I, you know, I think we've all heard of Warby Parker. I didn't know too much about it, mm -hmm. but in my research, uh, we'll obviously talk more about the specifics of Warby Parker in the second half of the show, but Warby Parker is a company that pioneered a new business model that's very popular right now. Uh, like, like people might say, oh, it's the Apple of X. It mm -hmm. is the Tesla of X. Uh, people say that like brands are the Warby Parker of mattresses, the Warby Parker. It's that of, big. So what Warby Parker uh, did, and we can get into this more, like I said, in the second half, but uh, they disrupted a brick and mortar industry. Mm -hmm. And so what I want to know is, do you two, either of you buy your stuff from online brands that advertise oh, yeah. you on Instagram? Uh, no, but I do know what you I do just buy them i do buy online like uh yeah a Z like a warby parker-esque like zenny they're called zenny 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 it's like warby parker but it's all online because i think what you're talking about like yeah the big uh big monopoly of glasses have how much of like the frames were like hundreds and hundreds of dollars and they're like oh nothing's like this and you know it's a little plug not for me for, but for for adam, adam ruins everything had a big old episode about it oh did he about like yeah about the company zenny or oh the, no about the companies the, uh, the companies who sell frames the frames like uh, glass oh, frame yeah. companies like kind of how like crooked they are and how they monopolize like oh really? like yeah like Ray Bans aren't two hundred dollars yeah that's yeah it's like fifty or twenty five dollars yeah because uh, my my partner worked in uh, she worked in like high end for when she started working she worked in uh, for a very high end glasses eyewear mm -hmm. company yeah and she would say that like you know the craftsmanship is there it is very high quality but when you're selling luxury brands it's like it's just a ripoff it's yeah. just because they just will continue to keep paying it. oh yeah that's what i love about like uh or like media right now that there are people who do breakdowns and stuff i saw this dude it was so fucking good he like did like he bought like a 750 dollar leather belt and he like was a leather worksman and he like broke it down and stuff like a louis vuitton is like 
this is like $45 worth of supplies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 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 This is trash. Like, and this why, is like $900. Yeah. Yes. And, and like, that's, why, that's how these brands like Warby Parker pass savings on is that they don't engage in that. Yeah. And, but they kicked off a large, they kicked off a larger movement beyond even Zenny. Mm-hmm. Places like Lisa Mattress, Casper Mattress. Yes. Any of these places that sell things that you would normally try before you buy. Mm that they sell online and offer sort of a, a return policy or an ability to experience clothing. Mm-hmm. Like Warby Parker was the first um, company to do that. Even beyond that, they've, they've pioneered things like having shops that are marketing expenses and mm-hmm. aren't, don't have to make money like away luggage mm-hmm. or any of the bit, almost any What's of the away bi- luggage away is an online. So there's all these, these brands that are online only. Yeah. Okay. They don't have, and they have a physical store, but the store is not with the intention of selling the product there. Mm-hmm. It's a place to come try the product, get customer service, serve as the brand, and it loses money. If you go to Abbott Kinney mm-hmm. here in Los Angeles, the yes. street is full of those businesses. So I'm curious, do you, either of you have stuff beyond glasses that you've bought from online brands? Maybe you're not even aware that they're online brands. Before mm-hmm. I, I, I want to kick it to Paul and hear what he has to say about that. I want to embarrass myself. What does brick and mortar mean? It's one of those things that have gone my whole life and I just don't really know what it means. Brick and mortar is like a physical store. Like a, it just like, means like a physical establishment. It means that they make their money by selling goods to you in person in that store. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. As opposed to Warby Parker, Casper Mattress. But Warby Parker away. does have in person. But those but stores, they don't sell glasses in that store. You try the glasses on mm. in that store and then they ship them to you. Unless they you're have right. them there. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Those are. But I have another, gone to the Sunset Warby Parker and brought my last glasses there and they mailed them to me. Another brand, Bonobos. Bonobos. Bonobos has guide shops. Away Luggage has that. Casper Mattress. So these brands, the stores, and it's all because of Warby Parker. They hmm. pioneered this model. Now, the little surprise is that um, Warby Parker recently went public. Hmm. Uh, Casper Mattress similarly went public. And the problem with these companies is that um, I don't know. Casper mattress stock fell by 50%. So I don't know what happened really? with that money. Can these businesses actually make money? Because the reason I asked about Instagram is that the way, if you don't have a store, the way that they do this is by digitally advertising. So you'll see, if you look at most brands on Instagram or TikTok that advertise at you, most of them aren't physical businesses. Mm-hmm. It's like the ghost kitchens on DoorDash, yeah. right? Yeah. Great. Hey, Mike, by the way, Hey! <laughs> <laughs> to press yes. <laughs> yeah. By the way, <laughs> terrible transition. Wow. I bet to do this. Yes. Well, <laughs> I wish that one got to a bit faster. <laughs> Two fart like sound effects. That's Honestly, like, Paul, there's not enough <laughs> fart things on this one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun. Um, no, but but yeah. So, Paul, are you shopping online? Like, where new clothing store? Like, what? I think. Uh, ASOS would be the only one I think I can think of. I don't think ASOS, ASOS is like a physical company. It's like, yeah, you're just like, but they have like a wide, I think like, and they have Topman, which is like a Nordstrom brand. Yes. Oh, yeah. But like, they also have like just a, all of the brands have like Nikes and stuff, but it's not a physical brand. I think it's like a UK owned company. Hmm. Yeah. And they like, yeah, just like, it's free delivery, free try ons, like stuff like that. If you have the premium pass. <sighs> I oh, so you pay for a premium pass and you get free yeah, shipping. Yeah, but you, you don't like, have to. You can just. Just I'm just plugging it for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you susceptible to digital? I mean, we all are, but do you find yourself buying stuff from di- online ads? No. no, I'm really good about not. Like, I'm really good about avoiding ads. I think my brain really? is like, yeah, like I can't. I couldn't tell you. Like, I can tell you the last good ad I saw. Or like, I'm just like, oh, scroll. 
Unless it's like really funny one. I do love the funny ones. Like the ones like, do you have ingrown toenails? <laughs> like, like, all right, you got me. How'd you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Birkenstocks. Yeah. Okay. Like, stuff like that. Or like, I get a lot of like, yeah, that's why I think, I think all my like targeted ads are really odd. Like it's like, um, sperm bank donations. <laughs> I'm like, I, I could tell you, okay, I, I, uh, I, I take screenshots of them cause I'm like, this is a really weird ad. Like it just, they don't make sense. But no, like, uh, not a lot of clothing, not a lot of, uh, no, I'm not a big, uh, you're on Instagram. You're not getting like clothing ads. No, I get so many. And like, it just, I take it as like a personal challenge of like, <laughs> I just like, when I see an ad, I'm like, I'm going to almost break my phone with how fast I scroll yeah. away from this. I'm like, I hate that you are doing oh, this yeah. to me. And Instagram now, like, I think there's been a new thing that it's like 30% ads. Oh, wow. I think you can I've turn it off. That, yeah. I think you can turn it off. Really? They did like an, a, an agreement that we all apparently just agreed to that it's oh, like, yeah. hey, we're just going to put like every two things will be an ad. And mine's mostly ads. Hmm. It sucks. Yeah, but I will tell you, I, so I just tried to plug ASOS. Your Warby Parker plug, like you sounded like it was straight up like reading from a script. <laughs> it was really well, good. fucking sponsor this episode, yeah, so I'm going to rip them a new one. I was, yeah. Thank you. I spent a year in the mines of advertising. <laughs> <laughs> we got to post your Dunkin' Donuts ad. On the, oh, on God. On My, I do th- love it. This is, if I haven't told this, I don't think I've told this story. I don't think you have either. So I was uh, spent a summer working at Hill Holiday. Uh, ah, fuck it. Yeah, I don't need to bleep that. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like, advertising is Bleep such it a, for 15 uh, minutes. They're such large, scary companies that like, they're like, you need to grind until you break. <laughs> like even more than like the entertainment industry. There's like, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I was working at Hill Holiday. They had, uh, they have a deal with Dunkin' Donuts where every single year they get a free ad in ESPN magazine. And they usually kick that off because it's a free free ad mm-hmm. to the junior creatives mm. and so <laughs> i came up with an ad where a ref is drinking a coffee and it says it's good like you know in, in football where they have to like review yeah, the place yeah. they have the big black box and they're looking in it it's like you can see the box and and like you can kind of see through it and while he's in it there's a dunkin donuts iced coffee with a straw and he's like just drinking yeah. the coffee while he's pretending to the play weird. i think i remember this i might this is this was on air no, it no? was it's, it's a, a great magazine ad. ad. Oh, it's it's a a magazine the ad, ad just says Dunkin' Donuts at the bottom. It says it's good. That's good. But That's pretty this, good. Yeah. this ad, <laughs> you're like, okay, listen, we heard it. <laughs> got milk, got milk. We, we're we're done with we're that. We're done. How are we getting Dunkin' involved here? It's I good. Think what drove me a little nuts about it is that, uh, and I think this is the standard creative process that it's good is like. That was pitch one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, was... Are you sure I got, I got, I got it? It's, it's great. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's just good. Yes. <laughs> they, but the problem was they kept being like, "Do we want to call Dunkin' Donuts coffee good? Do we mm. want to call it good, bad, good, bad?" They're really punching up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, our product isn't just good. It's great, and that's Tony's line. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, after <laughs> months, uh, they finally. Um, did it. Let me see. I can pull up a picture of it so you can see mm-hmm. how simple it is. But uh, this is it. Oh, wow. And this just, it's good. It's good. Is my one, it's my such, one advertising I feel like award. that's the other thing. You're like, I'm going to do advertising. You did it for a while, had one really good ad, and you're like, all right, now I'm done with that, and let me do something else. And such small writing, too. Like, did they, did they talk about that? Like, should we have it in bigger font? Why an aerial just, you know, bold? Because <laughs> you pulled it? I... Italics? <laughs> no, 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 italics. Yeah. Italics here. My favorite line uh, that I ever heard from an advertising person was, uh, I, was in an ad- I was in New York City. I was taking this like uh, portfolio class where they help you brush up your portfolio. Mm-hmm. 
and there were two guys and they had made like their claim to fame is these are guys who may, have made tons of beer Super Bowl ads. So like these are like these are the big boys. These are the these are the twins, the cords like twins. <laughs> the twins. twins. <laughs> these like <laughs> <and> twins. <laughs> we like the subs. <laughs> but they so he comes in and I'm feeling this isn't the point of my life where I've got a New York Texas portfolio class. I'm like, I don't know if I really want to do advertising. Mm-hmm. This guy comes in and he goes, you know, after all my years. All my years in advertising, sometimes I wish I had just done improv comedy. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. <laughs> he's like, I watched a John Mulaney special and like, I just like, I, I marvel. Like, he's like, I think it's amazing what I do, but I th- can't imagine how people do comedy. He's like, well, I know I'm about to leave. <laughs> so let me get the fuck out of here. I like it for a second. I know it's amazing what I do. <laughs> I know what I do is amazing. <laughs> but the other guy, he goes, he goes, because I had been in, a, in advertising, uh, working in advertising and they'd be like, it's good that you wrote one line, but you need to write a hundred lines to get to one line. And mm-hmm. I was like, but what if the first one's good? Mm-hmm. And so the guy goes, you know, I hear an improv. This is the guy who's saying, I wish I saw John Mulaney. It's his improv thing. And he goes, I wonder if there's really anything to that. Yes. And idea. Uh, and what the, is that? What is this meeting? It's, is this it's the a board class. Review? It's, it's two teachers. Okay. Oh, it's a class. And the other guy folds his arm. He goes, yes. And's bullshit. I know a oh. bad idea when I hear one. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes, it's bullshit. I did not go back to that class after that. <laughs> I imagine there's like a big fat guy eating like nope. a thing of mutton like nope. with his two, feet up on the desk, right? Two lean beefcakes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, nice, hot. It's a nice hot ad teacher. A real uh, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Ross guy. Exactly. Nice and cutthroat. Yeah. Quick question I'm curious about because, uh, Paul, I was excited to have you on the show for Warby Parker because I just saw a show you were wearing glasses. I, yeah. I seen you in another show and I don't think you were. Were no. you wearing glasses? No. You've got glasses face. And I, and, and, <laughs> Whoa. no, and, and you had, you had these frames because you do this yeah. really funny, uh, show that you, well, we can, we'll talk about later. You're, yeah. You have a podcast with it too, yeah. but you did this very funny show and you had these like wireframe glasses for this character you're doing. But I was like, and I will talk about it at some point that, I don't think we told people on the main line that I got LASIK recently, but I just had my glasses. We didn't? We have a Patreon where I like cried about it. Oh, this is confusing. I'm sorry. Then this is a huge announcement. Yeah, I got LASIK eye surgery this week. We will talk about that in a little bit. Paul is correctly identifying that we should... No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, a demon is is eating my soul. Um, Mike, you got LASIK surgery and... I didn't go blind. Very excited about it. Uh, <laughs> we've got to learn how to use this thing properly. Uh, I got, thank you, yeah. Um, I got LASIK eye surgery, but and, and I was, the last piece of art I saw before I got my LASIK eye surgery was your was your comedy show. Oh, wow. And, but, I'd get it because I was just wearing my glasses and hating it so much. And I saw you doing the show. I was like, this is a guy who looks, you got glasses face. You had these, like, the glasses worked for you, but you've never, and then I talked to you after the show. I was like, excited to have you at Morby Parker. Like, you were like, oh, I don't wear glasses. I never have. Never have. Perfect vision all my life. Did you ever at any point in your life want glasses? Oh, all the time. I still want them now. I do. Really? I can't wait till my eyes just give out. Yes, give out. But I just try, I try, I look at the sun a lot. I'm not lying. <laughs> I knew when I was a kid, when I was a kid, my friend, I was in third grade and my friend Tommy Keith got glasses and like all of a sudden, like all the girls in our class are like, he's cute. And I was like, I literally was like, like looking at the sun and, yeah. and no wonder I'm fucking blind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, I was, but then I, as I, I got glasses and I, I got glasses and I was like, all right, girls, tell me I'm cute. And everyone's like, no one's going to date you for 10 years. I was like, okay, well, yeah. fuck me, I guess. 
Um, oh. But so yeah, and then I I grew to resent my glasses and oh, hate my glasses. Okay. But you you I, I I met your partner who wears glasses yeah. and he's got very nice glasses. Yeah, he's got great glasses. I got those glasses for him. Did you? Uh, yeah, I did. I was from like, Zenny. From Zenny. I was like, hey, you need new glasses because he wouldn't. He's not that kind of person. He's like, I'll wear whatever he wants. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, no, you need these glasses. Yeah, I can't wear them, so I live. <laughs> I'll live vicariously through you. I'm like, here you go. Have these great glasses. Did the idea of Warby Parker come to? Where does this anything come from? I think someone recommended it to us, like you know, it's just word of mouth. Just uh, someone was like, hey, I like. I was like, I like your glasses. Like, oh yeah, I got them from this like place. You can give like cheapest six bucks. Mm-hmm. Like whoa, six bucks for like certain frames. Really? Like, yeah, even with like I, with the prescription, but like that's you know, too cheap. <laughs> That's suspiciously yeah, cheap. He can't see at night. <laughs> they dissolved when he was driving on the highway the other day yeah. and killed us. No, um, but in like my my partner, like she looks very good. She also has perfect mm-hmm. vision, but looks really great in glasses. Yeah. And like I definitely see. Like I'm more insecure, I guess, if I just like go shopping for glasses and every. I'm like just even be. I don't like shopping for clothes in person either. Uh, I just get so like embarrassed. Oh really? Oh, I love it. I Do love you? shopping. Yeah, it's just like it, trying it on. It's just something else that, like, I'm like when I have it online, I'm like, all right, I'll bring it to the house and I'll put it on. I'm like, all right, does this look good? But like, they have the lighting. They have specific lighting that makes you yeah look to really make you good. look yeah, good. The lighting at my place is not good. It's so bad. you en- you enjoy like taking a bunch of clothes going in the the yeah. The, I'll do it. I'm like so damaged that I'm just like I <laughs> Why? because I'm just like there and I'm just like I there I think deep down like what my thought is is I'm wearing this like shirt and I go out to share it with Amanda or something mm-hmm. and show what I look like and someone's like oh my god look at that kid thinks he looks good what the fuck is wrong with him did someone as a child say <sighs> that to you yes yeah. Like, yeah, I know I have the same experience like yeah we I feel like we grew up we're in a in a uh, community that was very like. Who the fuck this is this kid? Who, who brought this kid? It's yeah. like, oh, okay, I guess fuck me, I guess. And just wearing glasses, I remember all the glasses I've ever, this last pair, I was like, I did kind of like them, but it was like me going glasses shopping and be like putting glasses on and being like, I have to take these off as soon as possible. I just want to <laughs> get this over with. I'll just buy these shitty scientist glasses and wear them when I need to. And I'll wear dirty contact lenses because they're too expensive. So I'll just keep wearing the same ones over and over and just get eye infections constantly. And then you got LASIK. And uh, would you recommend LASIK? Um, I, I'm going to give you all the dirty, disgusting details about my LASIK eye surgery, something I was so incredibly nervous about, and I'm going to give you all of that information. And I'm even going to tell you what happened when we put all of our money into Warby Parker for one full week after the break. And we're back. Mike. Oh, what a wonderful break. What a wonderful break. You know, got to air out my pants a bit. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You were dancing, like you were. <laughs> you were like, "Hey, why are you dancing?" I was like, "Cause I have swamp ass." Mm. This Hot. little room, this building does have air conditioning, but when we close this door, for some reason, it seems like open. Gate it. It's open now because no one's here. But uh, Paul, are you at uh, temperature check? You good? I'm good. Emotionally as well? No, <laughs> <laughs> I need help. Um, <laughs> I'm too hot. Do you run hot or cold? Cold. Really cold? Yeah, I hate. Oh. I hate. I hate being barefoot. I, me really me too. Yeah. Wow, big. Opposite. I should sit next. I, Paul, Paul, and I should move on the same side. Kenny's yeah. a big, barefoot feet. Like mm-hmm. I'm I run like, super hot though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, I've yeah. got socks and shoes on at all times. Oh yeah, like I can't sleep naked or anything. I need a shirt on. I need. You need uh, something. I need a blanket. Even if they see on, I'm like, well, I need something because like <laughs> my upper body just gets so cold. Do you think that this, this is a thing that comes up? And I think it's dumb because you're from originally you're born Seattle. in Seattle. No, born in Guadalajara. Oh, okay. And then raised in Seattle. Okay. Live in the moment. And I, I currently am residing in the moment. I wish I could have made an applause sound, but it's too late. Um, do you think, like, 
Amanda and I like uh, talk about that because my body runs extraordinarily hot, mm-hmm. and I just claim that it's because I'm from New Hampshire, and it's oh. like the cold winters. Like your body just learns. Do you think there's anything to that, or do you think it's just bullshit? Yeah, your body changes depending on the where it's from. I think like your um, I don't know the scientific word, but like your veins or something, they either contract or like depending on how cold it is. But like my body just never adjusted. When you're in a hotel, yeah, and there you were no you were not responsible at all for the electricity what are you doing in the ac are you blasting ac are you keeping it hot are you, are you where is this hotel let's uh <laughs> let's say it's in santa monica santa monica there's no, no let's AC, say no it's in, in santa yeah let's say it's talking? in tucson arizona who's that? oh blasting it yeah yeah yeah. blasting it i 100 i'm putting it down to like 54 okay. like <laughs> i'm like getting as I'm long gonna, as it goes i'm getting yeah. i'm getting like yeah i'm gonna like get hurt the like, limbo so approach the limbo mm-hmm. approach <laughs> come on now we're having fun um <laughs> There was something else I was going to say. But you no, you said you think there's any validity to that. I don't think so because we're from the same place and we have opposite body temperatures. You don't run hot? I do run hot. I thought you said I you run, run hot. cold. I thought you said you run cold. I run hot. My body is constantly like exuding heat. I'm like a furnace, if you will. That's okay. that's the opposite of what you were saying, Paul. Yeah, you were yeah. saying you, you run, run cold. cold. You need yeah. you I need, need constant layers. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Socks and yeah. It's that Seattle lifestyle. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. I wasn't listening. <laughs> That's a noise that we're kind of doing when we're both either like going a little too crazy or like having too much fun and we oh, just need to kind of like recenter for a moment. Yeah. There's also this noise when callers call in. No one's ever called into the show. <laughs> yeah, but I, when they do... There's no phone here. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no phone. No service. Yeah. This thing's not even plugged in if I'm being honest <laughs> with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there was a fucking question I was going to ask about... Oh, well, I don't know. I was, I was going to say something about my LASIK, but I don't, no. don't want to give it away. Mike... Talk to us about LASIK. Welcome bud. to LASIK Talk, baby. Um, so I got I've I have lived out one of my lifelong dreams ever since getting a laser to the eye. Getting mm-hmm. a laser to the eye. Ever since Tommy Keefe got those glasses and I wanted that girl Paula in our elementary school to have a crush on me. So I got glasses and then I no one wanted to date me for a very long time. And since then I was just like it didn't. It honestly didn't happen that way. Like I think I got glasses when I was in eighth grade. You also realize that glasses have no bearing on if someone dates you, right? They said that they couldn't because I wasn't wearing them. No, I date you now. There now you go. You, you, you got LASIK. I'm like, before I saw you on uh, Thursday, I was like, dude, <laughs> dude, you called me four eyes and you pushed me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, like, I just I got them in eighth grade and just felt so like. It just, I, I said to Kenny, as stupid as it is, it was like, I, I genuinely don't, for lack of a better phrase, like, don't identify as somebody who wears glasses. Right. <laughs> I was like, like, in no comment about how people identify in certain things, I was like, I really think of myself personally as someone You're who, not a nerd. Yeah. No, not that I'm not a nerd. Like, there are very, hey, God, hey, Ryan Reynolds wears glasses. So why don't you shove those fucking words down your throat? <laughs> Okay, I got a little off the rails there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to Ryan's team. Um, it was less of the nerd thing, but more of like, I feel like somebody who at any moment like would be, able, I, I feel like someone who should be able to do a somersault at any moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're like one of those guys who like working at somewhere like, oh, I'm working at a restaurant, but I'm actually, I'm, this is not my job. Yeah. It's yeah. Not what I do. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I am better than this. I am, I am, I am, I am. The opposite of less than. Yeah. I am more than. Mm-hmm. You're too spontaneous for the maintenance the glasses require. Yeah. I just, yeah. In in all seriousness, it, it really is not a nerd thing, anything like that. I was just like, I but was I'm just kidding. Constant, to be I clear. know. <laughs> <laughs> your mom's on the phone. <laughs> Kick your ass. 
I, I just like, it, no, I'm just, I'm always fucking like moving around and like touching my face and like my glasses are always foggy. My contacts are always like popping out and I'm just like, don't wash my hands and pop them back in. I was, it just made my lifestyle absolutely. It doesn't sound like just a glasses problem. As much <laughs> it as sounds like, like you problem. need to. Oh, we can't bring this up. We can't bring this up. <laughs> ah! <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break. I'm about to kick some ass. But um, yeah, I should wash my hands more. You should That's, wash your hands. Stop touching your face. I mean, we learned something in the pandemic. Don't touch your face. That was a nightmare for me. Yeah. yeah. You uh, you touch your face a lot. I constantly am like doing this. Like uh, you're very composed. Am I? Do, would you do you do you identify <laughs> as someone who is composed? This is why I he like, wants the glasses. Yeah. He identifies. I feel as like a, you're you're sitting you're sitting like this, and I yeah, like yeah. sometimes you'll like be like touching your phone, yeah, but like yeah. I, I haven't seen you at all. Like no. I'm fucking biting my nails and touching my eyes. Are you eyes. confident like, and comfortable under, Do you like yourself? <laughs> it sounds like you've got a lot going That's on. That's a persona, baby. <laughs> I took a zany before I got here. <laughs> Thick make mask. Make it, it till you make it, baby. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, I'll tell you, I, it's probably more sort of a germophobia thing. I don't like touching doorknobs. Mm. I don't like... Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. like I have hand sanitizer everywhere I go. I'm just like, oh, right. Like, I'm very meticulous about what and who I touch. Can I can I ask like share as much as you're comfortable with like why like I'm someone who's opposite of that like you like being I, dirty I don't like being dirty but like dude like I'm disgusting like my yeah. my like partner I like when I'm next to her, I'm I'll be mm-hmm. biting my nails she's like this is like it just has to stop yeah. like let me, see your, let me see your hands oh my god they're they're so bad oh they're not bad they're, they're I'm bad. I'm working no. really hard and getting them back but like Sorry. I'm like I'm constantly biting my nails it's like a neurotic thing oh, okay. like what is the fear of of I know a lot of people who are like fairly germophobic. Like, mm-hmm. is the fear of like I don't want to touch that doorknob because like are you imagining green germs going in your body? Or are you like I don't want to get sick <laughs> Purple, and deal with yes. that? <laughs> no, uh, really- no, no, it, it, yeah, it's just like what has been on this. What I don't want to like get you know. It's been a, for a long time. Like my mom's like, why do your hands always smell like something? Like because I want them to be clean. Yeah. Like I don't know. I can explain it to you. Like more than that. Like I don't see green stuff. I'm just like, no, no, no. What no. has this been through? Out of a fear of like, if I touch that and then touch this and then I'm gonna be sick and I have to like, I can't work and stuff like, or is it more of just like yeah, I don't gross? Get sick, honestly, it's, it's probably because you're washing your hands all the time. Maybe that might be it. A little bit. It's almost. I, I think I'm gross in my own way. Let's talk about it. <laughs> you are. You you are covered in mud. But, yeah. Um. But it's clean mud. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was a mud bath. Yeah. Norwegian, Norwegian mud. Yeah. Norwegian mud. Well, let me just say so. So really quick. So I. I've, I've had a lifelong dream of getting LASIK eye mm-hmm. surgery. I've been like putting money away for a long time and saving for it. And uh, because it's fully, it, I think it's technically is a cosmetic surgery. Like there's no yeah. insurance or, or coverage or anything like that. So you paid the big bucks for it out I, of pocket. I paid the big bucks out of pocket. It actually was not that unattainable. What, another thing that is helpful, I was, I was thinking about this, is that it's always seemed, it's first of all, it's a technology that has changed so mm-hmm. so fast and so dramatically. I think it's only like 25 years old, like something like that. Yeah. It used to be a man with a laser pointer getting nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I think they used to literally like put a scalpel to your eye and like oh. take it off. Like, so Jesus. my surgery was really not that bad. Um, and I think I told you on the, on the Patreon, uh, we were talking about it, like they gave you a risk thing and they were like, look, obviously any procedure has risks. It's not likely you'll go blind. 
History is not an identifier, but like no one who's gotten LASIK here has ever gone blind, but you need to sign this form saying mm -hmm. that you, if you go blind, it's not our fault. <laughs> but they were like, you can also, here's a video, if you feel comfortable, you can watch a video of your doctor doing the procedure he will do on you, like with another patient. And the video is like eight minutes long. And you watch it? I, I did watch it. Nice. So I went in and another thing is like the payment that I was allowed to pay half up front and then over six months, I pay like a couple hundred dollars. So it's like, it was very reasonable. But I went in and uh, so the, the, the procedure is as so. You go in, you uh, lay down under this laser, uh, they numb your eyes, and essentially they like cup your eyeball, like they like suction your eyeball and you just like look straight at this green light for 10 seconds. It burns off your retina or whatever, and you, Max, uh, your your yeah. partner was like, "Hey, I heard you can smell when they are burning your yeah. eye off." And I was like, "I didn't know that," but it was like the day before, and I was Could I you? literally was thinking of him during the surgery because oh, wow. I smelled it, and I was like, "Okay, this is like a lot. This is a lot." So they're they're burning my eye, and then they're done, and they do the other one. But what's so wild is they you lay down. They're like, "All right, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Keep looking, keep looking at the light. You're smelling it. It's getting kind of unbearably." <laughs> uncomfortable it's like two one done they take it off and you're blind oh wow for one second Whoa. you're like that was the part where i was like what the fuck have i done is it can i ask a question it did was it is it a different darkness than closing your eyes yes it is not what i imagined it would be like i knew it was going to be fine but i think on that show that we talked about i was like i am a little scared that i'll go blind mm -hmm. and like i was like i don't want to just see black for the rest of my life and then they took the thing off and it was so disorienting because this eye could see, but the other eye was, it was almost like it was in a blue cloud. Like I could see absolutely nothing except for like the general color of the room. Whoa. And it was in that moment that I was like, if this goes bad and like this is what my life is, like I'm fucked. I can't drive, I can't do that, anything. But anyway, so I laid down, they did, they did that eye, they did the other eye, and then they moved over and then they like, uh, pulled like the part of this, like the flap out and then replaced it with something. But the funniest thing was, is I was like kind of nervous. So I go in there and they're like, great, it's gonna take a couple minutes. I did an eye exam and the eye exam took a little longer than the guy thought. And the, the surgeon was actually getting kind of frustrated with me because I, I, I don't know what I was doing wrong. But he's like, oh, this thing is taking a while for me to get these letters. <laughs> And then I go out and they're like, why don't you just sit right here? And I was like, okay. So I'm sitting there waiting. And then at one point the doctor comes out and she goes, who is in there? Like in the place I was about to yeah. get the procedure done. She goes, who is in there? And the nurse is like, no one. She was like, who's supposed to be in there? And she was like, uh, him. And they put it in me and they were like, okay. And like, <laughs> is it prepped? Are you ready? Are they doing? And they were like, no, no. And they were, she was like, okay, so like get in there. And, and like, you can't see anything. No, this is before I went on. Oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, I'm so like, you're worried the service. I'm already to be like, I was kind of nervous. They were like, do you want to do the morning or afternoon? I was like, well, I know I'm grumpy at the end of the day and yeah, don't yeah. really want to do a good job. But I was like, I'll do the afternoon. So my surgery's like clearly running behind, and they're very frustrated. And I'd heard from a lot of people that they give you a Xanax before you go to like, help, so you're not looking around yeah. and freaking out. So I go in and they're like, okay, we're, we're ready, Mr. Morrissey. Like, say your name, say your birthday, and what's the surgery, just so we're confirming you're the right person. And uh, they were like, great, any last questions before you go under? I was like, oh, like, I, I'm like, no, I feel ready. I, I kind of thought you guys were going to give me a Xanax or something. But, and they were like, did you not get a Xanax? And mm -hmm. I was like, no. They were like, did you get your post-op package? And I was like, no. They were like, did you get your folder? And I was like, no. And they were like, excuse me for one second. You could go lay down over there. Oh and then they, were like, then they went out and someone clearly got like yelled at. So the whole time I'm like, this is like not going according to plan. Um, 
But eventually they gave me the Xanax. I don't think it kicked in at all. They were like, this will help you relax after. <laughs> but then I went in, they did that. I was blind for one second and they like moved me over to the other table, fixed it. And then uh, I was done and I was like, could kind of see, but my eyes like a little like jumbled. And then I just went home. I put an eye mask on and like kind of painfully laid for four hours. And then the next morning I drove myself down to the appointment for a, another check-in and I just have 20-20 vision now. Wow. It's fucking fantastic. That's Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And hey, I do it again too. Kenny's mom's on the line. She is ready to give him a spanking for Colin Ryan Reynolds and Nerd. Well, Mike, congratulations. Thank you. On the 2020, welcome to now uh, wanting to have glasses again. Within a few months, you'll join yeah, Paul and I. You'll yeah. be back. Did you want braces too? Yeah. I did, did too. Did you get them? Yeah, I did, but I got adult braces at some point. And oh, there you go. I did, too. Did Le- you, less hey, fun. Hey, did you resent them when you were an adult? No. Oh, really? I was like, give it to me. Fucking give me that pain. Give me <laughs> Wait, that how pain. old? 20-something. All right. Yeah, very adult. For how long? Two something years, nice. and they're like, "This is the best we can do." <laughs> yeah, sir, this is the best we got here. It's the best. We just like, oh yeah, you've lost enough enamel. That's probably the best we're gonna be able to do. I'm like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> you got a nice, you got nice teeth there. It was definitely worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was that, painful. But yeah, they took teeth out and stuff. But then like they took my wisdom teeth out. No pain. They didn't give me the good drugs. I was so pissed. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't give me the good wisdom Wait, teeth. Wait, no, drugs. That you good, had no yeah. pain after. Or no pain. No during. pain after. I went to do an improv show right after I got my wisdom teeth out. Really? I did. They're like, they're just like easy. Like they just put the injection in, numbed it. That's like, can you, do you have a sound effect for teeth being taken out? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we hold got up, this. Hold up. Yeah. Hold up. I got this. Will this work? Okay. Uh, pe- teeth being taken out. Um, <laughs> how about this? Oh, hold up. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> cut this out. No, I'm this. all this in. <laughs> Nope. No. <laughs> Get yeah. out of my head. <laughs> that's really that's, yeah. Yes. That's good. Get out of my head. That's yeah. you when they forgot to give you the Novocaine. Yeah. And I took him out and I was like, okay, not bad. Like no pain. I just, I drove myself home. Wow. Really? Yeah. But when my husband got his out, he got, he was, he was zonked out of his mind. Yeah. Same Imagine thing. people. I was like, give me some of that. I need some of that. I'm like, I, I got to bite on the street otherwise. <laughs> I, when I got my wisdom teeth out, I was 16, 15, mm-hmm. 16. And uh, my brother had made a new friend at a youth orchestra. Ooh. And this was the first time that friend was coming to our house. Uh, maybe future friend of the pod, Ryan Tidwell. <laughs> hey now. First time he had ever met me. Yeah. And my brother did not tell him that I had just had my wisdom <laughs> teeth removed <laughs> and that I was on OxyContin. <laughs> and he thought that Christ. He, he was like, after the first time, he didn't say anything. And he was like, years later, he was like, I, for like a solid week, thought. That Adam had a brother who was special needs. That's so. Because you were laying, oh like a, you were laying <laughs> on the couch, talking just, nonsense. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Your mouth just pouring blood out. That's such a brother thing to do. Do you? Do you? Wait. Do you have siblings, Paul? I do have two older brothers. Like, isn't that such a funny thing? Like when your when your brothers would like have friends over and they're like, wow, like in the yeah. house, and you're like, I'm just trying to watch TV. Like, yeah. please, please don't make me deal with this. I don't want to like. It's such an awkward thing of like. Not awkward, but it's just like kind of like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, I'm I don't just know. trying to enjoy my life. This is my home. I know exactly. Or like, I was watching something on TV, and I just got a flashback to like, yeah, when you're in high school and you're sitting, laying on the couch and watching TV, and then like one of your dad's friends comes in, and yeah. you're like, hey, do I have to like stand up and turn the TV <laughs> up? Bow. I was, yeah, bow. Hello. Like I was laying before. Yeah. I guess that's not a thing anymore. 
No. Get up. Don't let yeah. my friends think that you watch TV. Yeah, like, right. What am I supposed to do? Well, speaking of what are we supposed to do? Oh! <laughs> Where <laughs> was that when the, the, the wisdom tooth pulling came out? I thought that it was going to be this. How much of the podcast now is trying to find sound effects? That's a Patreon sound. Oh, no. Warby Parker. Hey, now. Warby. So, uh... To the matter at hand here, or better, to the matter of I. Stop. <laughs> Different body part. About Warby Parker. Warby Parker Incorporated operates as an online retailer of eyewear for men and women. Okay. It engages in the business of selling eyewear products and providing optical services directly to consumers through its retail stores and e-commerce platform. Its products include eyeglasses, sunglasses, and contacts. The company was founded by Neil Blumenthal, Andrew Martin Hunt, Jeffrey J. Rader, and David Gilboa on May 7th, 2010, and is headquartered in New York, New York. City of Sin. The listed <laughs> name for WRBY is Warby Parker. Now, as I told you all, Warby Parker um, began as this operation to try and disrupt the eyewear industry, which for a long time was very expensive. And the two main costs are uh, paying for designer to license designer lenses. Like, you know, if you want to buy a pair of sunglasses or eyewear, but you want, Oh, I don't know, like Gucci lenses or like you're paying for like a designer is its own separate business. They mm -hmm. are providing the, you know, this manufacturer of which there was only one, I believe, like, even though there's all these brands out there, yeah. Ray-Ban, there's only one company making so they had essentially a monopoly on the market. Warby Parker comes in and they go, we are going to offer, I believe their their price point was $95. Yes. $95 for a good pair of glasses. And their big marketing move was, we will send you a box with five lenses for free to try on at home. I remember when that was a very big deal, that they're mm -hmm. like going to mail you a bunch. And I was like, how are people not just going to steal all of these? But I, mean, I don't know if you put your credit card down first. And they're also, they're, there's not actual like prescriptions in them. But yeah, no, that was their no. thing is like they would send you like a box and you could try them on in the privacy of your own home. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to be that nerd. So you don't have to. Try to the store like, what? oh, look at this glasses. What are you doing? Wait, what was, he was thinks that? he looks good in square frames. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. No, I don't. He's clearly a round frame guy because the shape of his head. <laughs> look at he thinks he can pull out the square <laughs> frames. Look at his jaw. He needs to be wearing round. I was watching the show Hacks on HBO Max. Very funny show. Hacks on HBO Max. Hacks on Max. Presented by Pax, uh, the weed company. Very fun. Mm. Uh and there's a line in that show where uh, Gene Smart goes, I have a classic love shape face. Why wear sunglasses to accent them? You have a round face, so you should wear square lenses. And I was like, <gasps> I didn't know this yeah. piece of information. And since then, boy, I have bought sunglasses. Call me a square because it's hip to be a square. Yeah. Uh you're wearing square glasses now because you think you have a round face? Or you're well, saying? you know, one time I was unaware of my face shape, and then yeah. I was in New York City, and a friend said, oh, you're, your family is, you have Canadian family? That explains your <laughs> round face. <laughs> hey! Yeah, that's, um, but what, what are your colors? Uh, you know your face. I believe I'm a know? fall spring. Oh, okay. And so my fiance has told me, I like to wear black lenses, tortoise shell, but I'd really love, God, I'd love to wear a white pair of sunglasses. Oh, I feel yeah. like, but Ooh, it requires cool. the rest of the outfit to really yeah. rock and roll. Uh, Paul, do you like sunglasses? Love sunglasses. How many sunglasses do you own? I have uh, three pairs. One got, oh, I used to have four pairs. One pair got stolen. Are these like throwaways or are no, no, they like they're you invested? In? They're all Ray-Bans. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So like Square they were, 
Square frame. Oh, these are aviators. Should I go get them? Get them out. <laughs> get you them want? out. <laughs> Jesus. We should have all been. I'm going to get mine too. Hold on. Hold on one second. Hey now, wait, where am I? Did I not get them for you? <laughs> I didn't know which one. I got them sound effects. Okay, I thought those were it. Okay. How have we not been doing this the whole time, baby? It's time for glasses talk. Let's talk square. Let's talk round. Let's talk all things on the ground. Animals, cars, <laughs> whatever you like. Uh, now, Paul, voice. those are good sunglasses. Those are really nice sunglasses. Yeah, those are good. I like them a lot. Do you like thin frame like that? Paul is wearing, and we'll we'll, we'll take a picture if you don't mind, Paul. Yeah, yeah, oh, good. we got to have our <laughs> shades <laughs> on for the photo. Uh, you are wearing thin frame sunglasses. Mm -hmm. I find myself liking thicker frame Me sunglasses. Too. But do you like the do you like the sort of wiry? I like this. I like these ones a lot. These are like current favorites. I have the like classic Ray Ban like. Uh, Tortoiseshell, like oh, yeah. wafer, yeah, those ones that now you have like a matte vanilla wafer. I yeah. love them. <laughs> I believe wa waferer. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like the brand. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But yeah, Ferrero like, Rocher. It's a, it's a I can say words too. <laughs> it's a style of glasses. <laughs> but sometimes shut the fuck up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Paul. What were you saying? <laughs> not, no, no. Right, right. Like, I had a moment of being so sad as Paul, Paul just earnestly talking, <laughs> slamming the buttons and yelling over him. Oh, <laughs> oh man, tortoise shell wafer. Yeah. What are the wafer glasses? They're like the standard. Like if you ever think of Ray Bans, like the Tom Cruise, yeah, yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise, and uh, Johnny Cash too. Johnny right? Cash. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I used to have like some matted black ones, and then some dude stole them from a car, like kind of, like this, like a month ago, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And the, then, like, the classics. Yeah. And then, yeah, the turtle shell, tortoise shell, like kind of like uh, Kenny has, like mm. same style, same glasses, the uh, the Ray Bans, but just different color. I won't shut the fuck up about this one stupid and dumb moment that happened to me the other day. But I was driving here, mm -hmm. um, and I was driving uh, on Franklin, and the sun was starting to set. And I was like, Kenny, I'll meet you here at 6.45. And I was on my way, and the sun was like going down. It was just, I was going a straight line for quite a while. And the sun was going down, and I was like, oh, it's bright. It's really bright. And I was like, it's too fucking bright. And I literally had to pull my car over, and I called Kenny. I was like, I just have to kind of wait until the sun goes down. Because <laughs> I didn't have any sunglasses in my wow. car at the moment. Has it ever happened to you where it's just like so impossibly bright that oh, you yeah. just can't function? When you're driving anywhere east or west yeah. at time. Yeah. If you're driving into the sunset, it's not as romantic as they make no. it sound. You're like, you can't see. You gotta put your little sun visor down. And even then, you kind of like, you're kind of like hunched down because you like, yes. there's not a perfect way to like be driving because you're just looking at the sun and it's so bright well because also the the top of the jeep that my that my partner and i share has been broken for two years mm -hmm. so we just drive everywhere without the top um so but the sun is just like blasting down oh, wow. on me like this little flap is doing nothing i was like i'm gonna hit somebody like i can't see five inches in front of me it was a nightmare a jeep in the city a <laughs> jeep in the city a jeep in the city a city that never rains though True. It, it, uh, it's been two years, and we have not once had our plans sacked because of the rain. Hmm. Is it uh, fun or terrible to drive on the highway in that thing? It's fun when you have guests. 
It's terrible. One time we went to Mammoth, like six hours north. That actually, we did have the soft top, but it was such a mistake. The whole time was just like, like we, <laughs> we could not talk the entire. We sat in silence. That's what like I was about to hours. say. You can't talk or really listen to music. Yeah, you put AirPods in yeah. when you're driving. <laughs> yeah, I put AirPods in when I'm driving. Noise cancellation. Yeah, exactly. My, <laughs> can you imagine seeing someone driving with the Jeep with no top, wearing noise yeah. canceling headphones? You'd be you'd be surprised. People do drive with headphones <laughs> yeah. in. Just yeah, like cyclists, I remember uh, I, I was always surprised when I was in New York City last summer, I was cycling around and I was like, there was one time I put my headphones in. I was like, this is the dumbest thing you could possibly do. I used do. to do that. It's not safe. It's, it's not, not okay. at all. Like you're, oh God. Warby Parker. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> That's also a great way to just get us back on track. Mm-hmm. So Warby Parker um, recently went public. Um, How recent? It opened at... 2021. Oh, wow. It opened at 5405, substantially above its $40 reference price. Uh, Warby Parker originally filed for the listing of its existing outstanding shares of Class A common stock on August 24th, 2021. Uh, So uh, essentially... They did what's called a direct listing instead of an initial public offering. Mm -hmm. If you can imagine, uh, the difference is uh, if you need to raise money... um, you do an initial initial public offering. Uh, the, uh, a fun little metaphor you could say is: imagine you are if you were going to market with, and you were like a bread baker, right? And you're yeah. like, all right, I want to grow my bread baking business. So you're like, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a new, a whole new batch of bread, go to the market and sell it, and it's my big style. Like mm-hmm. that's an IPO, going to like uh. sell, invest. What Warby Parker did is a direct listing, which is like we're a growing bread brand. We are in a whole bunch of local shops, but we've got a huge reserve of bread. We're going to mm. bring it to the market. And essentially, they just directly listed their outstanding shares, what they had left over, what they hadn't sold in stock, they mm. offered on the stock market, as opposed to generating a new batch of stock to offer as an initial public offering. That's very interesting. I so did. as opposed to, it, it wasn't a money, I guess this is something you do when you don't need money because mm. Warby Parker is worth, I believe, valued when it went on the stock market at $3 billion. Damn. We want to be clear. Warby Parker does not need your money. They yeah. don't need, they they don't need fucking it. They don't need it. They fucking want it. Eat it, you <laughs> fucking new, nerd. They don't a, like you. It's a way to, as opposed to raise money, it's a way to offer a new way to invest in them. Mm. They're essentially mm. saying, now the public can invest in Warby Parker. As opposed to like, now it's time to announce that Warby Parker is getting bigger. Yeah, yeah They're yeah, just yeah. allowing, it's the simplest way to be like, hey, now we're just opening up the door. You guys can have the extra stock that mm-hmm. the investors didn't take. You can come in if you want to. If you don't, who cares? Yeah, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? <laughs> How do you all feel about the millennial branding of businesses? Like this whole idea that like these fun stores, like Warby Parker, when you go out, that has like fun art on the outside. Mm. Yeah, all the blue books. Do you Where it's trust like it? Instagrammable. Yeah. 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 I mean, honestly, it's all about it's all about yeah. branding and how you are seen and, and all that. Do you trust it? Mm, me? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's hard is uh, no, actually, we'll, we're gonna kick you inside. out. We'll go get a different guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, do I trust? I don't trust any any like capitalism business. Yeah. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. you're in it for money. It's always money, and I'm like, all right. Like, what am I getting out of it? You know, that's always my thing. Like, I need to be, I need to feel, even if it's not happening, that I'm getting out of it, that I'm getting more out of it than they are. Oh, yeah. okay. So do you, do you not care about branding? Are you straight value? 
What's street value? Like, I mean, I'm saying like, like, and like meaning like the values of straight people. <laughs> no, I'm saying, do you like, do you not care where something comes from or the packaging as long as like it, it's functional? Uh, functional and sustainable. But a lot of the time it's like, oh, right. Like it's just like made, like it's sustainable is like from an ethical company. Like not everything I have is like that, but I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to gear more. It's like, all right, like. Who are these people? Who are these people in their like general sense of like, you know, like, you know, quick Google search and make sure they're not the devil. So yeah, you're yeah, not yeah, affected. Yeah. You're not. Oh, well, we already said say this. Yeah. You're not susceptible to hype. No. I mean, I think. I mean, my Supreme shirt says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing the Supreme head to toe. Um, but I feel like even like a Luxottica or like a, you're talking about like your love for Ray-Bans. It's like, I think Ray-Bans. Yeah. Is, what is Luxottica? Because L- they, Luxottica, they came up in my research. I didn't know what they were. So, uh, so Luxottica, from what I learned from uh, when Amanda worked in eyewear, Luxottica is it owns uh, almost all eyewear brands are pretty much under the umbrella of Luxottica. Okay. That monopoly you were talking about, that's Luxottica. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. They own, you know, they own Ray Bans, they own fucking the uh, Sun Hut, they own they own ev- everything um, except for like. Maybe they, no, they can't own Warby Parker. No, no. Um, but but even like you were saying, like Ray Bans is a great example of yeah. like they're not claiming to change the world. They're just like yeah. buy these fucking sunglasses. They'll you'll have them if you want yeah. to, yeah. and you don't lose them. You'll have them for twenty years. They won't break. Yeah, they're expensive, but whatever. It's like at least you know call it like it is. That's what I want is sustainable yeah. sunglasses. Just yeah, sure. The thing of like yeah, like sometimes you know you have like the right now. I think like uh, most even fashion in general is like. Oh right, they started going to fast fashion because they can make so much money. So they do have their like high quality stuff, but they're like, oh right, we can also just have like really low quality, like uh, polyester shirts that mm-hmm. sell for seven hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. And people will still buy those because it's the <laughs> name brand. But they're like, you know, if you're looking, you just have to know what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of more research that the consumer has to do. Do you buy expensive clothing? Um, depends. Again, it just has to do with like, um, like what. What it, where it's coming from and what it is. I don't like go like oh what's like hi- like hip like, but no not that much. I think like I have like a three hundred dollar jacket. It's like might yeah. be like the most expensive like garment I have. Do you? Because I find I find myself worried. Like I'm in a similar place where yeah. I don't own anything that's massively expensive clothing yeah. wise. But even with sunglasses and glasses, like I worry that I'll break them. Do you, did you ever worry about that, Mike? With glasses, like the ones you- I'm wearing right now are from when Amanda worked at a luxury eye brand and she gave them to me as a gift. Mm-hmm. I think I fell into the thing of like, I would just go and like steal sunglasses from yes. like a rack oh, wow. at Newberry Comics for like $4. Okay. And then I'd lose them constantly. Mm-hmm. These ones specifically are, I know they are worth a decent amount. And I'm just like, these are my best ones. Like, so I make, I have like an internal thing where I don't ever lose them. Yeah. And don't, I feel like if you do invest in a good pair, like you're going to treat them yeah, yeah. well. That is the thing. Uh, not prescription though. These are not prescription. For someone who hated wearing glasses so much, I should I had never invested in like prescription oh, wow. sunglasses. Really? Which I should have done. Yes. Because I was cheap. I don't know. I think I was always secretly just in the back of my head, like stay, saving for the one day where I could get Lisa Kai surgery, <laughs> which happened. And it's, the, it is, for anyone who's thinking about it, do your research and make sure that you're like doing it safely. But mm-hmm. like, Again, many people, I, uh, when I talk to a million people about it, everybody says the same thing, which is just like, I just wish, the only regret I have is that I didn't do it earlier. Mm. Like, it's such a good investment in yourself. I never have to go to the eye doctor again. I never have to pay for contacts again. I mean, you should go to the eye doctor again. You'd no, no, get, no. Probably I, get them checked. I never have to go to the <laughs> physician again. I'm never going to get a colonoscopy ever. I'm never going to get my they blood work completely done. completely cured. That's what they did. <laughs> this is an end-all, be-all. I'm just good to they go. They took one of those rubber stamps and <laughs> smacked you right in the forehead that's a cured. <laughs> 
cured. No, no, no. But yeah, like I think, uh, I think with online consumerism, it's just kind of changing everything. Because like you used to care, people used to care so much. At least growing up, it was like, oh, what brand is that? And I was like, it's fucking Amazon. I don't know what it is. Yeah, like, yeah. You're yeah. Just getting it. There's no, there's no need. Like, what's, where's that shirt from? No idea. No idea. <laughs> uh, I'm actually, I think it's Scotch and Soda. That's not a brand. That's a drink. <laughs> That's a drink. <laughs> no, guys, you go to the bartender <laughs> and they, they, they hand your they pants and they give you a kiss. Hand your pants. They give take you to the kiss. back. Um, not a brand. <laughs> not a brand. How do you feel about the Amazon style store? Oh, right. Isn't that crazy? Have, Have you, you been, been to it? At the mall? I, no, no, no. I've been I to like, like it. I've been to the one where like you can take a picture of someone's outfit and be like, yep. what the, like, be like, what are they wearing? And they'll find you similar Oh, like wow, garments, really? like, so yeah. So it's all you said. Like, here's outfits that we have that are very similar that we're selling. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's it's straight up capitalist consumerism yeah. shit that they're just like, hey, do you just not give a fuck? Come yeah. here, it's gonna be so cheap. You'll get anything yeah. you want, and fuck every other business yeah. everywhere. And you get so many options. Like, you get from like the most expensive thing to like a cheap thing, so you can yeah. really like dial it in of where you want. It's they're just doing the same thing that they that they did with books. Of like, let's yeah. sell books online, close every mom pa shop, and you know what would be cool? What if there was an Amazon that you could walk into? Yeah, like a fucking bookstore. Yeah, I miss the mom pop. Fashion stores. <laughs> yeah, well, those good yeah. old mom and pop fashion stores. But the angle of those stores is that they use data to know what to stock, though, right? That is the difference, that they only sell things that they know sell well. Uh, that's, that's how they select. I, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm posing yeah. it as a question. I know the answer. Probably yeah. kind of like the Amazon five-star store where all the stuff yeah, in right. there is like rated. Have you been to that? The Glendale Galleria? Hey, or, it's I fun. Mean, the Americana. The Americana. Um <laughs> <laughs> so what so warby parker i mean it's a really interesting business model they're making quality i i my last couple pairs of glasses were warby parker then a brand from amanda's company that she worked for and then i just like i liked those and i was like i need a new pair and i was like fuck it let's just go back to warby parker mm -hmm. they're they're relatively they're relatively affordable. They're a good, they're, you know, a decent pair of glasses. So the, 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 the quality of the product is good. The business model is super interesting. Paul, what, we invested all of our money into this for one week. I'm yeah. curious. So what we're going to do is we're going to find out what happened when we invested all that money. But what do you, based on what you, is there anything else we should know about Amazon before I ask Paul to guess what he thinks happened? Warby Amazon? Parker? Warby Parker? What, what did I say, Amazon? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Warby Parker. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, Warby, this is, what Warby Parker has pioneered is relatively new to this decade and it is unsure yeah. whether their business model is actually sustainable is it hype or is it actually the future mm -hmm. so that's the question yeah uh, um on casper mattress went public not too long ago and their stock has dropped by 50 percent nice. have you slept on casper mattresses though i have i have i god i don't even know there's so many options now i think we have a lisa we mm. might have a casper i'm talking about casper <laughs> I, I dated someone once who had a Casper mattress and I slept on their mattress. Was it Bill Pullman? Yes, I dated Bill Pullman. How do you know that? <laughs> how, how do you know about that? Uh, I thought those mattresses, they don't sponsor this show. Their mattresses are dog shit. <laughs> They're bad. I did not like yeah, it. We have a, for we, in our new place, we have a guest bedroom and we were like, let's just go buy one of these online mattresses yeah. and it sucks. It's really? Yeah. Yeah. Which one? 
Hexer purple? No, oh, I've got purple. purple. I've laid on my friend's purple one time, and I was it's, like, "Holy, it's not purple. It's <laughs> oh, called I like, like the purple." You have a lot of mattress experience. I'm like, I've laid on that, my friend. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah. uh, well, after the show, I'm going to go back to your yeah, house and yeah. see what see what you're working with. What, what kind of mattress do you have? Memory foam. Oh, really? Yeah. Are we talking like Bob. a Bobopedic? Do you know what that I don't is? Know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell. My that's friend there. Bob had the Bobopedic. <laughs> I can't tell if it's like a regional brand or not. Yeah. I've gone. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I've got, I, I just press a button. I know whatever was going to be wrong. I've gone off the rails, but I mean, those, I mean, these, these made no, the thing that's interesting. I don't know if it Warby Park is like this, but have you ever seen the Manhattan Casper store? Hmm. They have like a Manhattan uh, store and it's just, if I recall correctly, it's decorated in blue and clouds and there is one single mattress there mike that's what i'm talking about these are that's yeah that you can't yeah. actually buy one from there you go to see yeah. it touch it and then and warby it. parker pioneered that model <laughs> they, exactly yeah, yeah. yes but warby parker is like you try them all on this is the, the mm-hmm. castle store is like so stupid it's just like i mean i guess they're just selling one thing it's that one mattress it's yeah but it's it's like a physical it's to give identity to the brand anyways i got I mean, it I have a lot to say once I tell you what happened yeah, yeah. with the money. I mean, that's All what right. Tesla does too. Like, yeah, they yeah, there's the one Tesla in the store, right? Because what's his name? Elon Musk was uh, uh, was like, I don't want. I just want to be able to sell my cars on this thing. But like, there's the legislation that you can't do that. You can't. You do have it. to like, have. You have to have a dealership. Store. So that's what those dealerships are for. He's the man. Yeah, He's wow, always I getting love around. Him. I love him. I'd do anything he said. <laughs> I'd invest in anything he said. I'd kick a kill myself for him. Kick a kick Um. But so, well, yeah, so Paul, we put all of our money into yeah. Warby Parker for one week. Okay. What do you think happened? Just get, uh, get a little One guess. week. And what, well, how long ago did they, uh, 2001, they, they uh, went public? 2021. 2021. Yeah. When? When 2021? August. August 21. So like a year. It's been a year since they public. I'm going to say right now with the things, the way, the things, the way things are looking, you probably lost money this past week. Ah, like the, pessimist. Okay. Yeah, and then like yeah, because then you think about what's going on in the world, mm-hmm. and it's like you know what, people are just done. Oh, done. quick, uh, quick note. I love what's happening in the world. Oh, <laughs> if I could quickly get on part of that, I love it. <laughs> if I just, I'm loving uh, piggyback all of off this. that. <laughs> if I could just jump on the wars, the famine, because then like the, the hot new politicians. Oh, and so then last hot. week the uh, FCC. Right, uh, like I talked, they talked about the Football? new. <laughs> they talked about the new inflation rate too. So yeah. that's why I think all, with all that stuff, it's just like, oh, I think it went down. I think he lost money. Well, I guess we'll find out. Uh, do you know who Keith Moon is from the Who? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's over there. He's, he's that guy <laughs> who's been sitting here this, this entire time. Yeah, no, he's, he, he's pretty shy though. Did he do your uh, drum track? He just been constantly just yeah. Anytime we press the button, he gets a little electrocuted, shock, and because <laughs> ghosts drums. technically work for less. He's alive. <laughs> oh, is he? I don't mm. care. <laughs> I just want to know who this man is in the corner. Hit it, Keith. Last week, we put all of our money into Warby Parker. We started with $6,040.63, and we lost $389.49. Bring us down to $5,651.14. I'm losing my fucking mind. We have just been bombing, bombing, bombing over the past couple weeks. Here's the problem with a company like Warby Parker. Mm-hmm. You can make 300, they made some crazy number of money. Let's say it's $360 million of money, mm-hmm. uh, but they still lost $56 million. Yeah. Warby Parker has yet since 2010 to be profitable. 
They are one of these companies that seems to be offers a good product, but is semi all hype. Yeah. You don't know. Mm. The problem with tech investing right mm-hmm. now is that it's all speculative. Yeah. What if Facebook never actually makes any money? What if Warby Parker never actually makes any money? Then you've got, unfortunately, a teetering tower of financial infrastructure. It could all oh, collapse. Gosh. And then uh, it could be a tech bubble that bursts. Yeah. Anyways, the problem with Warby Parker is that the marketing expense, while they cut out the middleman, mm-hmm. the fallacy is that that is ideally what like you pass the savings on to the consumer. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that what it then requires is millions of dollars in advertising. Mm-hmm. If you don't have physical stores, if you're not in the places that people see, the only way to get some sort of like name recognition or brand recognition is advertising. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's it's incredibly competitive. Yeah. And so with all of these brands, they're finding that like it's all marketing, right? And so yeah. Warby Parker, I mean, they have 140 stores in the United States and those stores don't quote unquote need to be profitable. Yeah. But imagine just rent in Los Angeles alone. Like yeah. those aren't cheap. They're being propped up by investment money, even though they do make a huge amount of money. Yeah. In order for Warby Parker to work, if they don't have physical stores, when you type in glasses, they need to be number one on Google. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that I think is so fucking stupid. And I and I do with uh, Amanda's work because I, I sit next to her while she does a lot of her work. And like, so she works in the fashion world. And like, the thing that's going on right now is exactly like you're saying. Like, first of all, how fucking expensive is it for Warby Parker to have a shop on Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles? Expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem, but they need that because a lot of places are just like, well, we just won't do the store. It's like, don't worry. Like, we'll just put ads on Instagram and people will buy that. No, they fucking won't. Like, I don't know who is doing that. Like, it takes a tremendous amount of advertising and stuff like that to get me to like look on my phone yeah. and after enough times just be like, oh, I'll just buy this. Yeah, like, it's gotta be a good ad. It's gotta be really, it's gotta yeah. be really good. Because the yeah. only thing, the main thing that Warby Parker has going for it, and this is, we were kind of talking about this, I don't remember if it was off air or not, about uh, their price. That's the thing. Mm. The reason Warby Parker is so popular is that they have cheap sunglasses. And we were, ta- oh, we were talking about this in relation yeah. to Tesla. Just because you, Just because you have that doesn't mean someone else can't like, you know what other brands have done? Been like, oh, wait, do consumers like $95 glasses? Oh, mm-hmm. we can sell $95 glasses. Yeah. yeah. Just the, as the same way Quiznos got obliterated by Subway, where they were like, <laughs> oh, we you can know- toast your sandwiches too. You can toast your sandwich. Quiznos like, wait, no, no, you can't. No, 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 that's our thing. Hey, get off me. Jared Fogel. But these giant companies can, like, especially overseas brands. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know who else could cut out the middleman? The factories in Asia that are making all these yeah. sunglasses. They oh, go, you want oh, $95 glasses? Oh, baby. I want $80 Have glasses. you gotten any Wish App sunglasses? Oh, Wish App. That's <laughs> wish where you really want to put your <laughs> you money really in. really got to get in there. That's three cents a glass. <laughs> but essentially, there's a, a whole... Glass, a like glass, like a lens. <laughs> There's an entire business model and industry that's hot right now, especially during COVID, where you go to a place like Mm alibaba.com and you buy 
1,000, jeez, you got to make numbers even better. Yeah, yeah. You buy 100,000 pairs of sunglasses, and what you do is you then hire some 25-year-old to create a brand yeah. around it, take a bunch of hot pictures, advertise on Instagram, sell them all. That's it. It's not a real company. It's not a no. real brand. And the problem with Warby Parker, I think, personally, is that they do offer a good product, but like they kind of become like Amazon, where it's like, oh, Warby Parker to succeed kind of needs to like then... I don't know, be in stores? Like, mm -hmm. like again, it always kind of comes back to, Paul, what we keep kind of finding is like, once you go public, your job is just to expand and make more, well, whether it's new divisions. Once you're say? public, you're answering to your investors. And exactly. it's the, only thing, the only thing to do there is you have to be profitable to them. That is the only, that board of the thing, your job is to do that. But if you're private, you don't have to answer to anyone. Exactly. So, yeah, that's the problem with being public. The question yeah. is, like, does should Warby Park? Why would they go public? Like, well, do you think they should have money? <laughs> no, but seriously, <laughs> now the, the reason I they don't bet, need money, but oh, they, they, <laughs> they don't need it. We said they don't need it, it, but they want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the reason that most tech companies go public is it's a way to get cash. Yeah, to keep yeah. to to kick the further the ball further down mm -hmm. of uh the road of like having to make money. And there's like there's no reason theoretically Warby Parker couldn't make money doing what they do, mm -hmm. but the problem is we've seen this a million times. They scale up so huge. They have costs that they can't like, you have 140 stores. That's an ins crazy cost to incur. Yeah, it's a lot. So anyways, their stock has dropped. Uh, they were like, I believe at around when they IPO, they were at $54 and now they are at $12. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like not, but like then again, we said this a million times. The difference, that's not good if you invested in them. That doesn't mean Warby Parker's not going to be around. That doesn't mean they don't have value. Oh, yeah. That doesn't yeah. mean they aren't a good company to invest in. It just means that maybe you need to wait, wait, wait for the... Sometimes you got to wait for the hype to wear off. Yeah. <laughs> wait for that hype to just I mean, wash away. I think you're right. It's just all those tech companies. I think, uh, isn't Uber also like, uh, at a huge loss, like yeah. constantly, all just bird scooters. Yeah, huge yeah, loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, it just, all uh, these companies, yeah, they just they they purposely grow. They get money to destroy competitors, mm -hmm. and then they don't have the money to operate anymore. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, hoping that somebody just buys it up and you make some amount of money. But I did, uh, I did guess right. Uh, what, what, what do I get? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, we, uh, we, Kenny can offer you a glass of water again. I, well, I haven't pressed the button. Can I press the button? Oh my god, oh, come yeah. over here, press any button you want. Let's okay. see. <laughs> I saw for a minute you were. I, I no, thought I, I saw been, you like, wanted to child. get in there. I'm like, I've been wanting. Let's see. All right. Uh, well, give us a little. Not this one. This one's not fun. <laughs> there now. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Now okay, you yeah. have free reign to press yeah, this you, whenever you want. Get in there, okay. press whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Um, so I guessed right that they lost money, and for that I get no. No. <laughs> Hold on, that's not good. <laughs> no. This is a bunch of no's. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yes, and is bullshit. I know a bunch <laughs> of no's when I know. I know. But really, is my hero. <laughs> uh, I wanna. I wanna end this with a a story I heard that is relevant to this. Um, a person I know who works in the airline industry said, you have to be careful with companies like this who are growing really fast, mm -hmm. Uber, Warby Parker, because their mission is, is to dominate the industry. And then, then they like run out of something yeah. Mm -hmm. and then they and jack you own up the industry prices and you suck. And then they jack up prices. That is what yeah. Uber has like done. Uber. Yeah, yeah. Uber is Fucking stupid oh expensive. So now. expensive. Remember when Uber first started? Like I'm gonna have a one dollar trip across yeah. town. Yeah. Now it's it, like ninety, a hundred and ten dollars yeah. for a trip to the airport. But like that. what sucks is that I had a the one on one class. The very first week I was in grad school, business 
business school, grad school, the teacher was like, he told us, he was like, what Uber's going to do is they're going to destroy the market, mm-hmm. own it, then raise prices. Yeah. And by the way, he was like, this is a good thing for <laughs> yeah. investors. For us. Like, He's if you invested. invest in it, that's a good thing. That's what yeah. companies should do. And I was like, ah, but... To cut cut back, this person I know who works in the airline industry was like JetBlue didn't tell anyone. But if you looked at this is why if you really want to invest, you look at their 10K, JetBlue made a deal when they started that they had all maintenance, all the maintenance, all the repair costs for their planes were free. Oh. And so they had this giant, they didn't have to maintain their fleet. Who was that deal with? The um, manufacturers of the planes. They're like, we're going to buy new planes direct from the manufacturers. And because we're about to give you a shit ton of money for buying new planes, what you should do, you maintain them for 10 years. The owner of JetBlue sold at the moment that that, he left the company (laughs) the moment that deal stopped, the 10 year thing. And he got out at that high, super high valuation of JetBlue. And you know why JetBlue sucks now? Because, because they suddenly have to pay for millions of dollars of maintenance of <laughs> oh all those planes. Oh, my God. And, and that's guy, what we call a good business deal. Good business person. But for 10 years, that's why JetBlue was able to be like, we yeah, offer snacks. And yeah. We, yeah, come on. We got a little Wait, snack bar. And they were, now they're like, please. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we have one pilot and he's flying from Tampa <laughs> yeah. to Burbank. And yeah. it's this Wednesday, if you can make it. Uh, we'll cancel every trip. And there's just a new law that was recently passed, right? That it was like planes, airlines are no longer able to advertise trips that they can't necessarily do if people don't sign up. Oh, wow. No, oh, whoa. That. Because that, I, that's what I heard through the grapevine because just people keep Wait, getting what do you fucked. Mean? Like people would just be like, oh, I'm flying to New York. I'll go. There's a 10 a.m. to New York. And they're like, hey, turns out not enough people did that. So now you can fly to Buffalo, New York. And then oh. and it's like, there, there's a law that passed. It was like, you can no longer advertise flights mm-hmm. that you can't necessarily. So you have do. to run that flight no matter what. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Well, yeah, JetBlue and uh, Spirit Airlines are merging, aren't they? The two yeah. worst airlines. <laughs> yes, the two worst airlines are just coming together. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm fascinated by that thing you just said, though. Of like, if it's it's like you said, like they're the two worst airlines. JetBlue used to be one of the best, and like, but it's because they had an art. It was fake. It wasn't real value. Yes, because the problem with businesses is like a business model is essentially like an engine mm-hmm. and like a heartbeat and like yeah. like a good business model like makes money like it just makes money that make yeah. it's profitable but like it that's different than if the focus is only on making money there's ways to make money but not in the long term yeah. you know oh well, damn invest in costco Investing Costco is beautiful. Also, don't listen to what we say about investing. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. You can listen. To but you did lose one in Costco, right? You lost money in Costco. We, I think we did. I think we did. You did. Uh, um, Paul, it's funny because you said my. We're losing money. Okay. Fucking every goddamn. Well, the whole market is down. Well, you, the whole market is crashing. You plugged my uh, city. My uh, so Costco is based in the city I grew up in. Is it Washington? That's really? where it started. Yeah. Well, like it's like the headquarters. The headquarters. I know it's based in Kirkland because Kirkland Signature is a city, like. 20 miles from Issaquah, but the headquarters like uh, are in Issaquah, Washington. Has Costco been a part of your life the entire time you've been alive? Yeah. Damn. Entire. It's kind of a newer development because we, we, I don't know if we had Costco. I had like a BJ's or something. But Costco is, yeah, people Sam's love. Club. Sam's, Sam's Club. Sam's Club. Like BJ's. You know, no, BJ's the restaurant. No, no, no. I don't, we I've do never have, been but to there, We have a thing called BJ's on the East Coast. Yeah, there's a like, BJ's here too. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a BJ's like brewery or like that brewery. It's a restaurant. It's a chain restaurant. Like No, this is a, this is a price club type thing. What is oh. the little mascot? It's like a little ticket. 
Of Sam's Club or BJ's? BJ's. I don't know. I don't know. BJ sounds very, yeah, like East Coast. Very like, yeah, disgusting. Hey, BJ's. Go down to BJ's. Get a couple hot dog buns. Come on, <laughs> Louise. We got company coming. I got a family to feed. <laughs> I got a family to feed. We're making hot dogs eight nights a week this week. <laughs> uh, well, Paul, we plugged we 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 plugged your hometown uh, in the Costco episode. That's all. I know. Um, do you do you is there anything first of all holy fucking shit thanks for for being on the show it's been a great show you've made your way to the top of wing mountain there's nothing left to do but roll out the red carpet that's what the guy says at hot ones <laughs> do it <laughs> yes <laughs> how apropos that's not a good one. <laughs> oh, oh, he boy. fucking deserved it don't you dare reference hot ones on this show you fucking piece of shit this is not Hot Ones. Get out of my head. Hot Wings host Sean something. What's his name? Sean Evans. Sean Evans. Yeah. Come on the pod. Defend yourself, you fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've made it to the top of Wing Mountain. Uh, you've been such a great guest. It's been so yeah, much fun. Thanks so much for having me. You're sharing all these insights about glasses. Is there any other insights that you want to plug? Anything? You do so many cool things. I'm curious about the first thing you're going to plug would be. Oh, man. Um, let's see. If you're in the Los Angeles area, I have some shows coming up. Just follow my Instagram. I'll just plug myself. Plug yourself. Uh, go, go nuts. <laughs> at Paul Redia on Instagram. I have uh, shows a uh, good amount of time. How uh, do you spell your last name? H-E-R-E-D-I-A. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> first name. And then, um, yeah. Is it I Paul just, or Paul? <laughs> I'll stop interrupting yeah. your plug. <laughs> That's, yeah, so yeah. If you want to see live shows, I have that. It's something coming up at UCB that's reopening at the Pack Theater. Uh, I do independent stuff at the Broadwater here in LA too. Some shows there. Uh, you can watch me online at the Daily Misinformer. Uh, it's a little, uh, and we also have a podcast for the Daily Misinformer where we do like a writer's room style. We Ooh. punch each other's jokes, and then the message uh, with Pastor uh, Percival and Percocet, another podcast <laughs> I have that's very character heavy. Um, and if you want to follow me in real life, I live in. <laughs> <laughs> Redact that. Redact that. If you want to follow me, I drive a Chrysler LeBaron. Uh, you know, go see, go. If you do live in LA, go see Paul's shows. I've seen two of them now, and they're very funny. They're very oh, fucking great you. shows. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, Kenny, anything else we got to say before we wrap up the show? No, that's pretty much it. Thank you again, Paul. It was no, truly so uh, lovely having you. And if you are in LA, do check out his shows. Uh, Paul puts on very funny shows. So, anyways, I think that that's kind of it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I love, we love Paul. We love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Give us five stars or whatever. Who gives a shit? Press any button you want. Oh. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at the Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon, where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Magic for Audio.